have to say in Advocate Mishwana's defense, there was still um, a, a, a high level of turnover among government officials. And so you ha- we had to undertake an education process every time we started inquiries based on a complaint received or every time we started a, a formal investigation, we would have to undertake a process of education because we dealt with new officials. Um, and so there, there was always that, that polite, cautious approach undertaken. But then when, you, when one saw repeated patterns of misbehavior or misconduct, one would expect that findings and recommendations should be a lot sterner, should be a lot firmer, that, that corrective action then would, would require a higher standard of compliance. Um, and so, <clears throat> nevertheless, I think, just going back to one particular example of um, Advocate Bakla, um, we, we did an investigation where um, we, we, we were told that a particular politician who was the premier of Mpulanga at the time had said publicly, it's acceptable for politicians to lie. That's what they do. Um, we undertook um, an own initiative investigation, and while we were doing that, we received a complaint about that. Um, the corrective action that was recommended was that the, the speaker of the legislature to which the premier was accountable should consider the corrective action. So there we left it in the hands of the premier to decide what should be done. And it was, sorry, in the, in the hands of the speaker of the legislature. And there was immediate compliance. There was a debate over the public protector's report in the legislature. Uh, the premier was called to, um, to speak in his own defense. And then the legislature took a resolution to reprimand um, the premier. And, and so there was a very sort of, um, you know, it, it was a very cautious use of the public protector's powers. We received, um, uh, well, we began another initiative investigation when the director general of a government department was perhaps undertaking arguably, uh, was engaged in misconduct that was more serious. He was running a basketball team, a private basketball team, in the Department of Home Affairs and using Home Affairs vehicles to ferry his basketball players to matches. He also used the powers of the Department of Home Affairs to to, and in fact misused the powers to grant immigration permits to some of those basketball players from elsewhere around the world. When they would not ordinarily comply for permanent residence, he arranged for them to get residence permits so they could play in his team. And he got an unfair advantage in the basketball leagues because he was importing players of particularly tall from West Africa. So um, when we got involved in that investigation, the, the, we actually summoned the Director General to the Public Protector's Office. We engaged in an interrogation immediately, and we, we really did lay it on, on the line. This conduct breaches all of these following laws, and you know we will be laying criminal charges based on, on what we found through the investigation and through the interview with you. Um, and uh, immediately the DG resigned, and so the problem was solved. And so that abusive office was immediately terminated. On the other hand, before I joined the office, there was an investigation into the Sarafina musical and an enormous amount of money that was spent, an undue, as it turned out, amount of money was spent on this, this musical that was meant to create public awareness about HIV-AIDS and how it was impacting on people at a time when this was a very new disease and unknown. And there was a lot of stigma and there was a need for 
lot of public awareness. So one would imagine that this musical would be a very good vehicle to, to, to tour the country, to attract audiences of ordinary folk, um, and, and to present a message in a very accessible way. However, it w- the, the tender was won in a, by a company that, that gave a, an extremely and unduly high price for, for writing this musical and then producing it and then taking it on tour around the country. The person ultimately responsible for that tender was the Minister of Health at the time, um, Kosozana Lamini Zuma. But I think what the public protector did is he found a mid-ranking official responsible for, 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 the, for the tender, whereas, in fact, the minister had signed off on it. And so I think there was almost a political sensitivity there where an elected public official was not held accountable when they should have been. And, and a public servant was held accountable, even though they had not taken the final decision, but nevertheless they had been involved as a key player in authorizing the decision. They'd been part of the chain of, of approval. So I, I think and that sort of pattern, unfortunately, was repeated quite often um, by the second public protector, Advocate Mishwana, where middle-ranking officials were, um, were held accountable or even let off, or senior public uh, representatives were let off, but but only in the early stages. To, in, in Advocate Mishwana's defence, he did find against certain um, towards the latter half, I would say, of his term of office, he began to recognise that he needed to be firmer. He needed to hold more senior officials and public representatives accountable, and he did start making um, much much clearer and sterner and, and more rigid and rigorous findings and recommendations about corrective action. So the, there was a minister of um, provincial and local government um, who was spending a lot of money living in, in very expensive hotels. Um, and Advocate Mishwana, I think, correctly said this is not acceptable in terms of the Executive Members Ethics Act. This is a waste of public funds. He was living in accommodations that should not have been approved. He knew that. Um, you know, there's, a, there's an Executive Members Handbook that sets the level of benefits for premiers and the president and members of national and provincial cabinets. Um, and, and this particular minister was, was forcing officials in his office to approve accommodation that was irregular. He was also traveling overseas privately to see a girlfriend using state resources. And so all of those sorts of things, Advocate Mishwana came out very, very firmly against that. As it happened, the minister died um, and passed away um, before the full corrective action could be implemented. But so I think there was a, one can see a transition in, in the way in which public protectors undertook their, their duties and exercised their mandate. 